Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to our foray into the Word of God, the inexhaustible, unfathomable Word of God, Jeremiah chapter number 27 today, and we are talking about this odd message that God told Jeremiah to preach to a group of ambassadors who had actually gathered with King Zedekiah, ostensibly to form an alliance to protect themselves against the big bad Nebuchadnezzar that was having his way all around the world. And God said through Jeremiah, remember Jeremiah was wearing that yoke on his neck, and God said through Jeremiah, not, nope, it's going to happen. Your alliance will not, is not going to in any way thwart the efforts of Nebuchadnezzar. Here's why, because I'm God and I am in control and Nebuchadnezzar is actually working for me. He's my servant. This is going to come to pass, but it's not as if I'm honoring Nebuchadnezzar. No, his reign will end too. His time will come. I have my purposes. I have my time, and you need to trust me. The real issue here is not your strength or lack of it. The real issue here is your relationship with God. And that's really the case in every situation, is it not? Uh, God allows things for the purpose of us looking to him and finding our strength and resource in who he is. So verse number seven uh, today of our text, well, actually verse number eight, uh, where the word of God says, and it shall come to pass that the nation and kingdom, which will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon. So to put your neck under the yoke means you're willingly submitting, like an animal that understands I've got to put my neck under the yoke. It does does me no good to kick against my master because that'll just bring more pain and hurt to me. So there needs to be a level of submission. So God says to these people, to these nations via these ambassadors that you need to submit yourself to the invasion of Nebuchadnezzar because I am authoring this and authorizing this. Look at verse number eight. And whoever will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation will I, God, will I punish saith the Lord, with the sword, with the famine, and with the pestilence until I have consumed them by his hand. So it's not going to work to resist. I'm telling you ahead of time that this is going to be, the dark days are coming and my chastisement is around the corner. And the best thing you can do when chastisement comes is to submit to it. You're not going to like it. It's not going to be comfortable but it's going to be ultimately for your good. So submit to the consequences of the sinful choices that have brought this about. Submit to it. And if you don't, I'm going to bring the sword. I'm going to bring famine. I'm going to bring pestilence. Those are the big three. 
that God would use in those days. Sword, that, that's the, the battle. Uh, famine, that's obviously the, a lack of food and nutrition. And then pestilence, that, that's disease. And pestilence of the three was what's much more deadly. And so God says, no, how much better just to understand that, that I'm in control, submit. Look at verse number nine. Therefore, hearken not ye to your prophets. Interesting. So who is saying this? Jeremiah. And Jeremiah is a prophet. And Jeremiah is saying in the power of God, the word of God saying to all these ambassadors, hey, don't listen to your religious leaders. Now, obviously, these other nations like Ammon and Moab and Tyrus and and Zidon, they didn't have, they weren't worshiping Jehovah God. So they, they had religion. They had religious leaders. They had people that spoke in the name of their God, small g. And what Jeremiah was saying, don't listen to them. Just because someone says they represent God, just because someone says they represent the word of God, just because someone says they represent something about the future or that they know something or have secret knowledge doesn't mean it's true. So don't listen to them. Verse number nine, hearken not ye to your prophets, nor to your diviners, uh, those that style themselves to be able to tell the future, uh, nor to your dreamers, uh, those people that think that God speaks in dark dreams and, and we can interpret them and we can tell you what things mean and don't listen to them, or, or nor to your enchanters. Uh, the term there is very interesting. It means people that try to interpret the shapes of clouds. Have you ever sat out on a beautiful summer day with a blue sky and looked at those big, fluffy Cumulo, cumulonimbus, is that a word? Uh, clouds and seen different shapes. And well, back in, back in these days, people thought there was meaning in all of that. Don't, don't listen to them. Then the Bible says, order your sorcerers. Do you see that in verse number nine? And the word sorcery there referred to those that tried to ascertain truth through means like drug use or getting themselves into a whipped into a kind of a a frenzy or a stupor because of alcohol or because of drug use. I think of uh, like a witch doctor or or voodoo or that kind of thing. Uh, Certainly drug use falls under that category. Don't listen to these groups that all style themselves to give a word from God. Oh, they're giving a word maybe from their God, small g, Certainly, there's a level of demon possession in some of these things, but don't you listen to them, says Jeremiah. Look at verse number nine. These group of people that speak unto you saying, ye shall not serve the king of Babylon. So when somebody comes to you and says, don't serve the king of Babylon, don't, don't, don't put your neck under his yoke. Don't submit to him. Fight until the last man. When people give you that advice, then you're going to know that they are not of God. That's what Jeremiah is saying. So I don't care who says it. If it doesn't align with what God said, it's not true. So who is Jeremiah? Jeremiah is a curator of the word of God. He's there to give them, here's what God said, thus saith the Lord. So if anybody tells you anything other than what the clear 
clearly expressed word of God says, then you can know they're a liar. Does it make a difference that, well, I saw this in a dream or the clouds told me this or I saw the future. It doesn't make a difference how impressive they are, how charismatic they are, what the means was by which they got this information. If what they say to you is opposite from what the word of God says, then they are wrong and the word of God remains true. Look at verse number 10, for they prophesy a lie unto you to remove you far from your land and that I should drive you out and ye should perish. No, by telling you that you need to resist, by telling you that you need to stand up to Nebuchadnezzar and rebel, they're actually not helping you. That's actually going to hurt you. It's going to accomplish the exact opposite of what you think it's going to accomplish. See, the, the best and healthiest, healthiest thing we can ever do, even though sometimes it seems counterintuitive, is to obey the, the Word of God. And in this case, the Word of God was saying, submit to this wicked king, Nebuchadnezzar. Why? Because there's a righteous king, God who is using the wicked king merely as a tool in his hand. So obey him. Look at verse number 11. I think it's verse number, yes, yeah, verse number 11. But the nations that bring their neck under, so here's the good news, but the nations that bring their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him, those will I let remain still in their own land saith the Lord, and they shall till it and dwell therein. So again, there's the counter into there's the counterintuition that by resisting, you're actually going to lose what you have. But by giving up what you have, by yielding, you're going to gain. It seems like the way up is really the way down. It seems like to get, you have to lose. It's a great principle. It's a principle that Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 16 when he said, whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel, the same shall save it. There, there's this, this principle of submission, this principle of giving up, the principle of not grasping, of, of not in bravado saying, this is mine, I own it. But, but trusting and submitting and yielding, that's the great key in Romans chapter 6 to victory, yielding, yielding yourselves unto God. And in that yieldedness, it's not to say, I'm weak, I yield to Nebuchadnezzar. That's not the yielding here. The yielding is, I yield to God who's in charge of Nebuchadnezzar. It might look to others that I'm being weak. It might look to others that I'm giving up. But no, I'm obeying the word of God. And there's never a shame. It's never a shame to obey the word of God, regardless of how it looks to other people. Verse number 12, I spake also to Zedekiah, king of Judah, according to all these words. Now, what's very interesting is Jeremiah has been speaking to those ambassadors, telling them, okay, humble yourself. Break up this alliance, yield yourselves, 
The best thing you can do is yield yourself to God by yielding yourself to Nebuchadnezzar. That must have, that must have sounded a little bit disingenuous, almost like, ah, oh, did you put Zedekiah? Zedekiah, did you put Jeremiah up to this to speak to us this way? But no, no. Because the Bible says in verse number uh, 12 that I spake also to the king of Judah this way, to Zedekiah, king of Judah, according to all these words, saying, bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him and his people and live. So Zedekiah, he was under the same strictures as these others. And the others were supposed to go back and tell the king. Well, in this case, here's Jeremiah. He's the ambassador to his own country and he's telling his own king, hey, this is for you to submit. Now, did Zedekiah do that? No. Zedekiah was a politician Zedekiah played around with Egypt. Zedekiah got himself in a world of hurt. Zedekiah had to watch his own sons be killed in front of him, his own eyes be gouged out, taken to Babylon in shame, but none of it was necessary. If Zedekiah had simply listened to the voice of God through Jeremiah and humbled himself, humble yourselves also in the sight of the Lord, he shall lift you up. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, before honor is humility. So here it is, uh, chapter 27, verses 7 through 12 today. I think we'll finish the chapter next episode, so I do want you to join us for that. We'll begin at verse 13 and uh, wade right on down through the end. So I hope you'll join us. God bless you. Have a great day today. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.